Hey, oh. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the coaches meeting. This is an episode for January 25th, 2021. We got a big episode. Kevin's back with us, Bobby H. He's out with a new daughter. Congrats to Bobby H. And my dad's in in office today. And uh, we have a good good time kicking things off, talking about just funny situations throughout the week that we had. NFL, we got the Bucks and the Packers, the Bills and the Chiefs. We give our pregame analysis, but it's Monday morning, and you know what happened by now. Let's see how our predictions hold. We do a little NBA talk. It's great. We talk, is COVID coming back? What's this variant impact in sports? Anyways, we have a hell of a time. So thanks for joining. We love having you. Again, this is the coaches meeting. Thanks for joining. Here we go. daughter to, to uh, baby H2 will drive a Hummer 2 on their 16th birthday. Um, but more importantly, congratulations, Rob, when you listen to this, Rob Haddenhorst. I suppose I can't really say not a, more importantly, but somewhat important. Kevin's back. Kevin, how the hell are you? Hola. Good. Sorry Welcome that back. I've been away. I've just had busy stuff going on the past few weeks and um, excited to be back. Yeah. We're excited to have you. Mm. Are you? Yeah, well, I said that, didn't I? Kevin had to take for time I off for... Uh, it was in the script. He had to go to rehab for podcasters where it's like, you just, you know, and you can't get a word in and it just really frustrates you and takes over your life. So, Kevin, welcome back. What step of the program are you in? What? What? <laughs> Good old classic Kevin's back, browsing the web while we're chatting. We're, the, no. We no, haven't missed a beat. I'm check, no, I'm checking <laughs> my credit card. And, I mean, obviously, what – so Robbie and I were talking be, before. My wife bought all of these coats, right? And she bought, like, five coats. And winter's almost over. She was wearing a coat, but she bought all these coats and just thinks that she just returns them then oh look i mean it's like i spent no money it's like well that's not the way that it really works and yeah for now i just yeah i mean the discussion was had in the shaper household spent more so it's fun it's she's gonna get tagged as a compulsive returner no she definitely already is but i feel like they Stores have been adapted this, and they're like, "Oh, it's they're so good of stores to do this, and it's so funny that they do free returns." But they're like, all it does is get people back in store, and then it's like, "Oh, here's a thousand dollars back or whatever," and it's like, "Oh, well, you know, it feels good to get that money back. It's like it's free money, and it's like it's not they, it's they create that feeling. That, it's money that you already spent, and that's what makes me mad. It's it was not a, money coming back. 
coming back in. It's just money that you already spent coming back. The, the, the Wall Street Journal had an article that these major retailers and Amazon were uh, looking at telling people want to return stuff, just keep it. If you don't like it, just keep it because it costs more the for them because mm-hmm. it costs them more to process it. I said, well, that's not going to work. Because people just start ordering shit and saying, I'm going to return it and then keep it. I mean, that there's there's analytics they can put behind it to see how many times people do that. So well, Your wife's I, all over that like that. Um, while, while we're on the talking of airing of grievances, I had to change a tire this morning because Kelsey pulled into the garage and for a stationary wooden crate that had been there for two months, she ran over. Off on the side, which I I said to hit that you would have had to have scraped your side mirror, and she goes, "Oh, I did that too." So after <laughs> she went over the box just to make sure to see what it was, she backed up over it again, and that tire uh, will be replacing tomorrow. Taking hmm. it, they're going to see if they can fix it. But that was a, a fun lesson learned this week. Of I, I think I'm going to have to put the string and tennis ball up in the garage. Hey, I shaved today, you two guys. It's Sunday. Wait. Oh, actually, I shaved my chest for this week. Oh, yeah, I got um, I got a new beard beard trimmer. Wink, wink. Oh yeah, and, just for your just, beard. Yeah, yeah, it's just for the beard. And um, when and it comes with like a little attachment for body hair. So I was like, eh, I'm gonna try it on my chest. Instantly regretted it because <laughs> I am. Every shirt I wear, I am itching nonstop. You got to put, go. uh, put some gold bond or baby powder on your chest just from previous experience. Don't but shave like, your chest. Think, but, like, I think I'm just – I think I should just accept, like, I'm not, like, overly – like, my chest hair isn't that bad. So maybe I should just accept it and just go with it. There are other people – or I should just be fortunate for my chest hair. I that's what you know. yeah you're already married what are you shaving it for like oh no i just thought hey i've never done it let's let me try it and that's a slippery slope because then you'll shave then you'll shave every body hair on your body well this one I, this one's about a foot long there we go dad yeah well dad you need a you need a floby for your chest no i don't well i look like the head gorilla in other, in other news this week, uh, as Dad, you saw the video, Cece did her first little army crawl, so that's that's changing the game, and it sparked debate. What child-proofing in the house do we actually need to do? Because Kelsey's thinking she needs to unplug everything, no cord, like cords, and she like thought like an, somehow an ottoman, Cece would flip over, and I'm like, well, I think you can see where I stand on that side. Thoughts? I I feel like yeah. Get get. Go ahead, Kevin. I mean, no. I guess I'll go with the with the confirmed father to speak on it first. So you go. Well, get a squirt gun. And anytime they come close to electric outlet, shoot them. Yeah, water and electrical outlet. Yeah. No, you don't shoot the electrical outlet. You shoot the kid, and they learn. The uh, I, I would put everything in the electrical sockets. And the other thing that. I would put those caps on the corner of all your tables if you got any glass tables or something like that. And make sure the stairs are protected, both the ups- going upstairs and going downstairs. You get those gates? Well, yeah, we're going to have to figure those out. 
Well, I was just, since they've abandoned the wall on the southern border, I was going to see if they have any extra equipment. I can just put it home. That's a good idea. <laughs> so it, you can well, put I, it along your yard, keep goosing. Yeah, it's a potential. Um, so I guess we, we skipped it, but is, is anybody enjoying beverages? Dad, what are you having? I've got a diet Verner's going here, zero calories. I had kind of a troubled stomach. Ooh. Ginger is key. Ginger is key. And Kevin? The mountains are blue. Just drinking a nice Kerr's light. Oh. Why, don't you, why don't you yell at him like you yell at me when I hold something up like because that? Because he said the name of the beer, Dad. That's the thing. Yeah. If well, I never get whole, a chance. If, yeah, if you just hold a glass of just clear liquid and then don't explain it, then no one knows. I eventually explain it. I'm having a ginger ale as well, but it also has a splash of grape juice and a heavy hand of vodka. So it's an, we're having another transfusion. It's nice and refreshing. Um, do you buy grape juice a lot? Or, or no. do you just buy it just for the transfusion? Is it your grape juice or grapefruit juice? You could use either, but grape what juice. Drink? Grape juice will last like I mean, you literally just put a little, a little juice of it. You know, it'll it'll last you a good month or two. I have had grape juice in a grip. You don't have too it's much. Of it. Yeah, you don't need too much of it. But anyways, after. Uh, uh, see, she's got double ear infections, so that's fun time. Mm. So we, so rather than have a little a gun with a a beer, I switched to missiles and had a uh, a beverage. Funniest thing I've seen on ESPN in a while came on today. What's that? Did you might have seen this? Where Jimmy Fallon got all these NFL players to agree to insert yeah. one stupid phrase, nonsense phrase in their post game interviews. Yeah. And it, it was hilarious. The best was Gronk when he said something like, well, what happened on this catch? And he said, well, you know, it's it had to be maple syrup. It, it, it couldn't be. But, butter doesn't drizzle like that. <laughs> yeah, it's something where. Yeah. So so this has gone on for our I think. But this was actually done like a few months ago. Yeah. And like it's pretty funny because. Like a lot of lines that these people say just make zero sense. And like the reporters are like. Okay, and yeah, just like most accept of them. it for what it is, like and but yeah, I, th there were some that were pretty funny. I mean, Baker Mayfield, I didn't know if he was in on it, but he was. Anytime he got on an interview, he would usually drop some movie reference line, which I found great. The one, the the, the Gronk one, the, the gal that was interviewing him said, well, "Wait a second, what's that supposed to mean?" And he went into this lengthy explanation, saying his mom used to always say it, and he went on and on. And then he called his mom and said. Be careful. They might be calling you on this. I told them this was your saying. <laughs> and I was like, and then the other guy was, he goes, I, I run for something like I run for yards like they're charged. <laughs> oh, uh, something like that. Bitter vegetables. Quote was, hold on. I'm trying to find it. It was something with like butter and maple syrup drizzle. Yeah. That was Gronk. Yeah. Yeah, because um, butter doesn't drizzle like that. I'm I'm all for oh, people just goofing around in those press. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know, but that's pretty funny. Speaking of Gronk, but the games. Yeah. Thoughts? That's an excellent, excellent point you bring up, Kevin. Um, I miss your transitions. It's good to have you back. Um, well, we got the Bucks Packers coming up here. Bold prediction of Aaron Rodgers in the shadow of Brady. Is this where he steps out? Because you know tomorrow they're going to have the GOAT debate, depending upon how Rodgers does. Even though Rodgers only has one ring at this point, if he wins this, they're somehow going to – all the media outlets are going to stretch that he's better than Brady, even though Brady has, what, six rings? No, they're not. And they said today, they said, you know, this doesn't matter for that. Brady's still going to be a good. Brady can lose by 40 points today and still be called the GOAT. It's so wild how Green Bay, I mean, Kevin, you probably can weigh in better as being a Bears fan in the division, but like their offense, they he continues to find ways to find Devontae Adams, and their offense just puts up points in yards, and it's like, but they don't seem like the most multi-dimensional offense. And the other thing is Rodgers just makes unbelievable throws, and it's time he just sits there and just laughs. Like that's what drives me nuts as an opponent. So I personally, like, I want – so it's kind of weird to say this because, like, I don't like the Packers, but I really do like Aaron Rodgers a lot. I want the Packers to win the Super Bowl. I want them to win it all only because it is such a FU at the Packers organization then for drafting Jordan Love in the first round. If Aaron Rodgers goes out, gets the MVP, which he will get, and then wins another Super Bowl. Sorry, I was buffering. And <laughs> it's just, it is, in, like, that is the ultimate FEO. And I want that so bad because I think that would be just such a sweet storyline. I am all about the storyline. Love, love, love the storyline. And I think that one would be great. I mean, no matter what, Brady ends up, I mean, he is the greatest of all time. But I think Brady has also been with the most consistent organization over the entire time. Like the Packers, their defense goes up and down every year. You never know. It's so wild that all the talent that uh, flocked to Tampa Bay this offseason, because they want to play with Brady. I mean, yeah. I mean, and you know, there's been growing pains, but this, he, I, you know, he's a hell of a leader, and I think leads by just, like, his ability to – his work ethic. Antonio Brown's out today. Oh, he is? Yep. COVID or other? I don't know. No, I think it's other. Yeah, well, I think it's they have plenty of weapons, and if they're all gelling, it's like, holy shit. Um, I'm sticking with my choices of the Bills over the Packers in the Super Bowl. Bills. And I no did that shot. three weeks no ago. Shot. No shot. Bills, so your predictions are looking good. And I don't know. We'll see what the Packers do, but it's gonna be cold in Lambeau. But I I think it's gonna be a I think the games today should be awesome. I'm expecting close games, you know, last possession type games. Um but I think I think Monday we're talking about Rogers falling short in Brady and the Bucks. One more week, can it happen? Um, that, I think if Brady wins with the Bucks this year, 
it makes him, I mean, untouchable without, you know, without, what is it, reproach or anything like that? Yeah. No, about, I think it about Johnny Unitas. I mean, it's just, it's more of a credit to him and how his, the way that he plays is transferable across any team, but that he would to join. Now, I would say, like, Again, I think the Bucks overloaded that offense 100% to fit to Brady's needs. But, I mean, 43 and still playing him with this well is absurd. Yeah, well, um, I, I know John Nickel will be happy with the Packers win. Mm, um, the Carpenter. The Human Carpenter. Bill's Chiefs. I, I think this is a one I will say – Phenomenal matchup of logos. I love Chiefs and Bills logos. I think it's going to be a classic. I think it's, yeah. So going off of that, I thought it's a great matchup of uniforms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uniform guy. I think both teams have good, like classic looking uniforms. Whereas like Packers and Bucks, like I don't really love the Bucks. I'm glad that they were. They they went back to more of a traditional uh, where they were in the John Gruden days. But yes, Chiefs Bills, great matchup of good looking uniforms and stuff. All right, I got a different take on this. Sure. The Buffaloes were the main food source for the Indians. Think about that. And then you got the Meat Packers. Playing a bunch of vigilante outlaws that we shouldn't celebrate. The Buccaneers are the people that would like storm the Capitol. So you got the criminals playing the Meat Packers, the, the UA United Meat Packers Association. Well, and, um, and 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 then you got the Chiefs hunting down their buffaloes. What? Talking well, about Meat Packers in what way? Well, that's the original name of the Green Bay Packers was based on the Meat Packers. But. The I mean, Buccaneers, Dad. That's Dad. That that's very that. topical because sea shanties are very big this week on TikTok. You've been saying what? you've been following TikTok. What's CNT? Sea shanty. The songs that pirates sing. You haven't been following TikTok this week, Dad. I can't even spell it. What would they do with the drunken sailor? What would they do? You know, it's back. It's back in a big way. I think you can edit that part out of the show, Dad. You don't have to lie to us that you have a TikTok account. I don't have a TikTok account. What? You don't trust the Chinese oversight? I got a layaway plan at Woolworth. Um, Chiefs Bucks, I think, will be – or the Chiefs Bills, I think, will be a better game than Packers Bucks. Yeah. I I think there's turnovers. There's going to be a lot of running in, in Green Bay. And, and turnovers again will win the game. What I don't want to see is it happened to the Browns last week, and then the week before it was the Titans, where a team is in a – you would think it's four-down territory with, like, under five minutes to go. And if they are – if you're not – if you're on your 20-yard line or less, like, if you have the other 80 yards of the field, you got to go for it. Yeah. Like, leave your offense on there if you need to make up points. And I, I hope that we see teams, if it comes down to that, you see a team 
sack up and because the Browns last week not going for it on fourth down. I get it. It was what fourth and seven or something like that, but it, it was fourth and long. It was longer than seven. Right? But what's the worst case? You give up a field goal and get the ball right back. I, so that yeah, I, no. I, but yeah. the best thing they could have is punt and do a three and out, and you got a bunch of timeouts and a two minute warning coming up. There's about four and a half minutes left in the game when they did that. Yeah. So I know, I, but still, but like I feel like when it comes to stuff like that, like at that point, the Browns had a lot of momentum going, but their way. Especially coming out of fumbling, going into the interception, the end zone, and, then, and then for it to be a touchback, like they had a ton of momentum. I'm a big like momentum guy in terms of like if you have it, you you do the ballsy thing. Well, they always call That's you. Where they took that entire. Aren't you thing the away. Aren't you the mojo of momentum? They always call Kevin Big Mo but, when we play yeah, basketball. What? Yeah. Well, 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 yeah. When it comes to momentum, they call me the meat packer. So I pack. It's not the meat, meat, it's the motion. His exactly. favorite baseball player was Mo Vaughn. Yeah. My favorite favorite basketball player, player is, is is Mo Space. Oh, I thought you were a Mo Peterson guy. And the, your favorite of the Three Stooges was Mo. Mm. 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 He's more of a shemp guy. <laughs> 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 yeah all right well so i think dad was your packers and bills i think we're gonna have bucks and bills bees versus bees um wow we are polar opposites then well you got the grandparents playing in the nfc and the kids playing in the afc let's see what happens could the super bowl be a passing of the torch hard to say I'd tell you what, I'd love to be Tampa Bay playing at Tampa Bay. Oh, would, the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Wow. Be the first time a, a team that's hosting is playing in their home stadium. And then after Brady wins, do you think, like, he just has – down comes his private jet onto the field and they do goodbye Yellow Brick Road by uh, Elton John and he just takes off into the sunset? If – if if Brady wins, do you think he retires? No, he's got another year left on his contract. He's gonna do it till the wheels yeah. fall, till the wheels fall off. And I think he's gonna have a midseason like injury done. Next I think year. like that would be terrible. Like I don't know. Like I would. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, Peyton that Manning very serious injury. Uh, he came back. I I was amazed he came back with Denver. That neck injury hit. And he could barely throw the ball past 20 yards. Right. So I mean, we'll not see. the first year. I mean, I'm that's like Drew Brees. Year. Drew Brees could, had no zip on his ball. I mean, obviously, he's a great figure in New Orleans sports lore, but I mean, they had a great team. And you say, I would say they lost that game because of him. Well, or like they just couldn't get over the hump because he didn't have that next level. But they got Jameis next year. So what do we think? Quarterback carousel. Who's going to take Matthew Stafford? You heard that story, didn't you? Shit. Everybody wants him. That's like, I like to see that to the credibility of Stafford's career in Detroit. The number one place they He's probably the most underrated quarterback of like the past 10 years. He has more fourth quarter comebacks than anybody in the history of football. It was probably also their only wins as well. 
Well, it's because they were yeah. down all the time. I think about it. They were bad, and he still has more than NFL. He's like 34th quarter comeback. But that sucks because it's like, all right, is Brady going to have the most comeback wins? No, because they're always winning. Yeah. I mean, it shows that he is like great. Technically, like, technically, I think Mitch Trubisky has more fourth quarter comebacks than Patrick Mahomes, which doesn't mean anything. Right. So it's a cherry pick stat. But – Oh, excuse me. Was that your ass <laughs> or your mouth? <laughs> that was that was somebody outside. We've been having Beowulf come by. Uh, Beowulf. It's, it's the bubbles in the diet verse. There's another one coming. Um, any, oh, excuse me. Oh, I got it covered up my mouth. That's not the sound effect reel. Okay, cut um, that out, Kelsey. Thank you. Kelsey hasn't edited this in a year. Oh. Well, I think they're back. Nine months. That she she had a baby and then just jumped ship and left us out to dry. Um, but, you know, I'll have a couple sodas and edit this later. It'll be available Monday morning on all major media outlets. Um, <laughs> back back to Matthew Stafford. I would love the Bears to get him. It, it won't occur. I mean, I think they're definitely going to go to a state where there's looser lockdown provisions because his wife's well, he's, not. He's, he's, he's his 32 wife's years not, old. He's 32 years old, and he's got two years left on his existing contract. But it's like $48 right, but, million. Right. But, but in go, the grand scheme of things, two years for $48 million, I think is relatively now like a steal versus anything else that you would get. Especially with, like, the Bears, who are in, like, a limbo period in terms of, like, they're not rebuilding, but, like, at the same time, they're not good enough to win and they're not bad enough to get a high draft pick, like Matthew Stafford would be a perfect player to put in there and then to see how they do to make things better for them. But Are I they going to dump Mitch the Trubinsky? Same thing with, like, the Colts. Huh? Are they going to dump Mitch Trubinsky? Yeah. No, I think he's gone. I don't, I don't know what his contract is. I don't know where the end gets placed in Trubisky. But... Mitch Trubisky is now a free agent. and I just He had a winning him. record as a starting quarterback this year. Got him to the playoffs. Yeah, but like, if it wasn't for, for the other team added to the playoffs due to COVID restrictions and like all that stuff, like, like they wouldn't have made it. Like they ended eight and eight. Like he's gonna he's good. gonna start in the NFL again. I think he will have to take a backup role, like kind of like a Ryan Tannehill. Of like goes from the Dolphins to the Titans, takes a backup role to Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota sucks. He comes in, and then he kind of has to prove it at that point. Like I feel like that's where I think. Watch Trubisky. What about Trubisky to the Raiders as Derek Carr's backup? Because Derek Carr, mm, I think Derek Carr is a bottom ten quarterback. Like. He's a nice guy. Where's eyeshadow? But I like. I personally think Mitch Trubisky. I'm sure. I think he will go. I think the 49ers. 49ers will draft a quarterback high, and then it will be a competition between them two. And then. But I yeah, that's what I think. But what about? I think Stafford. I know we said Indy. But, like, he'd also be a perfect fit in Pittsburgh, but there's a big if Ben Roethlisberger is ready to, you know, exit. 
Yeah. I think Matthew Stafford would do great in Indy or Denver. What, here's two other places they talked about. Oh, yeah. And one that I'm bringing up. What about New England? No. I, I don't think uh, – I just can't see it. I mean, you saw what the team did. Granted, Cam Newton's a, just not that great. But the whole Belichick system. I think Mitch – Trubisky has a better chance of playing in New England than Matthew Stafford does. I would probably agree with that. The other one they mentioned was Dallas for Stafford. If they if they screw up uh, Zach Prescott's contract. Zach? The, what do they call him? Dak. Dak. Zach, um, Dak, Pack, Mac, Prescott. Dak um, lives No, I mean, he's from there, so it would make sense that he would want to go. He went to Bobby Lane's high school. Trubisky's a Texas guy? Or no, you're talking about Stafford. 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 No. He was uh, on the same little team with, what's his name? Kershaw. Kershaw. Little League. Oh, oh, really? I haven't heard that. Yeah, they're good friends. They only mention it every time in the playoffs for the Dodgers. Exactly, I know. Whenever either of them is on national TV, they always talk about it if the lions ever made the playoffs i'm sure they would bring it up I'm like well you know matthew stafford fun fact best friends with clayton kershaw what what would be funny is after one of them retires and like they do like an interview and they and they like ask them like hey so what are your thoughts on matthew stafford or on clayton kershaw if the other person says yeah i we actually haven't talked since elementary school so like we're not really that good friends yeah, like I, would that. That. I would love that. I would love that. So here's a here's a fun fact for you. The last time the Lions won an NFL championship, I was I was nine months old. Cool. So I can say they won during my lifetime. Barely. Well, that's that's, that's cool. The Midwest, as far as like Ohio and you know, even Toledo, whether you root for the Indians, the Reds, the Tigers, the Lions. I mean, Red Wings are the only championship team in, like, the last 30 years in any of those Reds, Reds, yeah. Yeah, in, like, what, 91, 90? And Something the like Tigers are before that. Like, that's 30, 84, 30 years 84. we're talking about. Would you say that more people in Toledo are – Aligning to Detroit fandom or Cleveland fandom depends on whether it's baseball or football. Okay, so you tell me for each. For for baseball is Detroit, I think, and the reason is the, the Mud Hens are Detroit, their top farm team, and the Mud Hens attract uh, a lot okay. of fans. Um, but that slightly because the Indians have been so successful over the last couple of decades. Um, and then in Cle, I used to tell people, you know, there used to be a blackout pre-COVID if you didn't sell out. Well, the Lions never sold out, so we'd only get half the Lions games, but we'd almost get all the Browns games, all 16 uh, games. Yeah. So if you're watching TV, the, the Browns were on every Sunday. We'd go, where are the Lions? Oh, they didn't sell out. Now, occasionally, the Ford dealers in Detroit would buy up the remaining tickets for the Thanksgiving game so that could be on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because well, they, they I don't about like pre-red zone, pre-Sunday ticket and stuff. If you don't sell out at the game, then it's blocked out. I completely forgot about that because I remember that being the case with 
Like but it's only block. within a 75-mile radius. So Cleveland right. is 100, 100 miles, and so Toledo was not part of the blackout area. It'll be interesting. I, you know, I feel like we're going to be on the edge of, like, sta- like stadiums expiring and people building new stadiums in oh, the next God. 10 years. Granted, how the contracts will all work out, but don't really care about that. What I'm talking about is, given the TV quality, are we going to see NFL stadium capacity get smaller or bigger yes. in the yes. next 10 years? More luxury suites, less attendance. Make it 20, 25, 30,000, and tickets go for like 1,000 a pop? I don't, I don't know. Only 50,000, of which 20,000 are going to be luxury suites. You're going to have a three-tier luxury suites surrounding the stadium. Which, and in the bowl, lower bowl, you have, you know, 30,000. I don't know. I, I, that's one thing I think is TV stadiums. Here's this. Bowl. I mean, the scary one for me is how many stadiums in my life. Fenway's been around since, what, 1913, I think? Now's, and, a, good t- now's a good time to get into the demolition business. Well, they're never going to destroy. Fenway's a historic structure. But Detroit was built the same year. As, as was the original Kaminsky Park. And I've sat here and watched in Atlanta. And they were an expansion. They were the Milwaukee Braves moved to Atlanta. They've had like they had Fulton County Stadium. They had the, the next one was Turner Field. And then they got this one. So there's three stadiums. But it's like one every 20 years down there gets built. And same with uh, the Reds. The Reds were at Crosley Field. And then they were in that god awful oval, and now they're at uh, Great American. Yeah, my again in my life in in the last 50 years, three stadiums. And uh, God knows what the Bengals do. The Bengals were playing in the old Riverfront Stadium. Yeah, Bengals is going to be up in like they're I think they like a, well they bankrupt they bankrupted the city of um, Cincinnati. Yeah, we'll they, see. Well, Cincinnati politicians are just dumber, and they got their hands out. Well, let's try for bribery. Out. There's what? only been three of them that have been arrested for bribery in the last year. Um, so so all right, NBA. Hand up on this. You know, I, I, Matt, Matt Schaefer is a an avid listener. We you gotta get cousin Matt in. He messaged me about my Rudy Gobert take and that he's worth his contract, and but also challenged the Cleveland Cavs uh, on the take that they'd be a playoff team. But Utah Jazz are hot, eight and two in their last ten. And they are second in the Western Conference. So I know Rudy Gobert's got the contract, but what do we? What teams do we like in the NBA right now? What well, the Lakers? Lakers, and the, Lakers versus the field. Yeah, I take the Lakers. I, I'll give you the field, and I'll take the Lakers. What about the Nets and the Cavs? Well, the Nets lost twice to the Cavs this week, and. What's his name? Saxon personally destroyed them in that double overtime game when they had their three studs. And Durant and, and uh, Kyrie both scored in 30s. Harden had a triple-double and scored 21 points. And they still couldn't beat him. Saxton went off. He hit, I don't know how many, three, five threes, maybe four in the overtime. He couldn't miss. I, I became a um, – they gained my respect. I thought the Cavs would be one of the worst teams in the league. That, not that night. And that same night, I had two TVs going. Both of them went overtime. The Pistons were playing uh, the, um, Atlanta on one. Pistons blow a 17-point fourth-quarter lead and lose in overtime. The Cavs blow a 10-point lead to Brooklyn and win in double overtime. So, I don't know. And the Pistons beat the crap out of the Heat. 
uh, about a week ago, and I'm thinking to myself, these Who teams is? are like schizophrenic. The Heat wow. was in the finals last year. On any given night, a team can win. Yeah. I mean, so that that I think the Detroit's a fluke. Unfortunately, they're just limited as to what they can do. But um, Grant can play though. Grant can really play. Oh yeah, he's. And last night, the, who said uh, Jimmy Butler and. Uh, I mean, the Pistons are a team that show like. Well, here I'll take a step back. Who's who's their best player? As you look at a. Across the board, if you ranked all NBA players one through you know five hundred, who's yeah. the top player? Where does he where does he fall in that ranking? Because is, is Blake Griffin is Blake Griffin a top thirty player? Like, right, not yeah. anymore. I was going to say he was like top thirty five to forty five player. Yeah. So you think about it when you're competing with teams like the Lakers have two of the top five, two of the top five, two of the top two. Yeah, exactly. Nets have three of the top fifteen. I mean, offensive two the, players. Well, you can take your weightings where you want, but I go. It's like <laughs> you don't even have one player in the top twenty. Like, yeah, you need to build it up, and that's where. I mean, I'm not saying you need to have super teams, but like the Pistons, you look at the, if you're a GM of a team and you're like, uh, where does you can you can be overconfident and think Blake Griffin's better than he is. Sure, Granted, he's a type, he was a same top. with Derrick Rose. Oh, Derrick Rose is Derrick Rose is okay. We we have a friend of the program. Former MVP. We have a friend of the program who's a radiologist in Detroit and um, looks at scans of some of the athletes. And apparently, Derrick I he'll remain nameless. Hippa 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 hippa. Apparently, Derrick Rose's knees are just. Like the worst thing ever. So I'm sure they are. Regardless, you look, at, you look at where the concentrate. You look at where I the can't. I can't dunk are. a basketball anymore. That My statement. That statement was true 30 years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but not 40 years ago. I love how you gave a long pause on that, like just to like hang out the disbelief. Well, I got. I was subtracting 30 from 63. You dunked a softball one time. Oh, def- <laughs> deflated basketball. A um, any, I, did anybody watch the Bucks versus the Lakers this week? I missed it. I wanted to. Right. So here, here's watching it. Your so before the game, you're talking about, you're talking about Giannis coming out and like, oh, he's coming out with a vengeance and he's going to play his ass off and all this stuff. Yeah, you know, Charles Barkley said something that was, look, coaches, this one coach told him, play with emotion, but don't be emotional. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Giannis plays emotionally, like where he gets out of control. And he, I mean, he had like seven turnovers in the first half. And no one's questioning how hard he's trying to work his ass off and carry his team. But like, it's just, the glove's not fitting. And I think it goes back to saying like, so you he, must have quit. He could be the best second player. The best if he pairs up with somebody, he would be the best two player on a team of all time. Could be. Giannis? Giannis. I don't think he's gonna lead a team to anything. I know he just signed that huge ass deal with He's the a two time MVP, isn't he? Or defending MVP. Yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the the MVP I think in the NBA is the most 
I guess. Bat driven? Diluted MVP in all of sports. Only because it's really all how much or how many points per game. I mean, they're playing teams. There's games where they leave Giannis wide open on the three point line. People are like, go ahead and shoot. I would. You can't do that. I mean, for your legacy in the league and you're a guy like, I don't know. I think that. Like, it should, like, the MVP every year should be between probably three players at this point, and it's probably Steph, LeBron, and Katie. Davis. At, at this point in the year, for the NBA, which team has the happiest fan base based on our team's performance? The Lakers. All the celebs? I think. I don't know. I mean, I would say the Suns. I I look. Oh, well, there you go. The Suns, I think, are are a steady up and coming team that a lot of people probably. Well, I think it all started in the bubble, obviously. But then. But they went five think, and zero, didn't they? Yeah, and, and then and then they've continued on that path. Or like, I mean. Um, well, they picked up Chris Paul. Yeah, but, I mean, again, Chris Paul, he's thirty. Yeah, but he has everybody over for a barbecue on the weekends. He's building team chemistry, kind of like Tom Brady did in Tampa Bay. Well, I don't care about team chemistry. I well, see. I there's where wins. you miss it, Coach. It's all about the chemistry. I care about wins. I care about wins and being loyal. Well, being loyal? I, That's great. Yeah, to, to, to your coach. Yeah, what – Next year's your 40-year anniversary, right? Yep. Awesome. Um, I think the happiest fan base, I'd say it's the Knicks or the Cavs at this point. The Cavs, yeah. I would say that that's probably a good argument. Like the, the Knicks, Knicks haven't been eliminated from the playoffs yet, so that's why they're happy. I mean, they're the No, insane. but they're solid. Like, I mean, they, they're definitely better than what people were expecting. Basketball, I feel like, is one of the predominant sports of the impact of duration playing together, like how much it increases your capacity as a team. And I think the Knicks, it's a, it was a bunch of misfit toys when they came together. <laughs> and, you know, I think they're not going to get worse. So I think their fan base is pretty happy right now. Given Dallas. Dallas is another one that's up and coming, I think. But I think I I think their expectations right now are like they're missing a they're missing a glaring piece of another yeah. top top thirty player in the league. I mean Porzingis is like he has moments, but it's you watch him, it's Luca. He dishes to Hardaway. Hardaway's got to be hot and shooting. Um, outside of that, it's like it's it just it. It's only one source of where the water Porzingis comes from. Porzingis is still recovering from injury, I think. He's getting better each week. Uh, well, that's why I say they're up and coming. That's how you look at the teams that are going to make it. I mean, the West is great. I, I think NBA basketball is very, very deep right now, which I do like to see. Yeah. What's wild seeing the Miami Heat at 6-9. and nine. I know. On the flip side, who's the happiest fan base? You gotta either be the Toronto or the Miami fan base because both teams are just shitty. And the Wizards, 
boy, Russell Wilson or Russell Westbrook, man, the the Wizards just suck. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's 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 a lot of chat there. What I'll say too. All right, Brooklyn Nets. Is where do we draw the line on? Like, are we too hard on Kyrie because he doesn't show up? Like, granted, we just found out like all this money he gives to charity and helps out with small businesses, social justice issues. Like, are we too hard on Kyrie for all this stuff? Or like, are we, I think I called him a head case last week. What, where do we fall on that? No, I mean, I think that's great. Dennis Robin did the same stuff. He donated to charity. He's still a, a nut job. I just think Kyrie brings more attention onto himself by what he or how he conducts like himself like in like the media than anything else. Like I mean if he just like was a normal human being and like for instance like on a press conference for this week I saw that he was like laying on the table answering questions over Zoom. If you sit up like it takes everybody's perception of you being a nut job out out the window. Like that's like well, I'll show you. Kyrie. Kyrie wanted out of Cleveland after winning the NBA championship because he wasn't the top banana. That's a that's a nihilistic attitude, and so I I, I, mean, I don't have a lot I of use for him. That, I mean, I get that to a certain extent though, but like then you go to Boston and then that doesn't work out. You go to the Nets and like, oh, you wanted to be the top guy, but like there are two other players that are are also like alpha male type of players. Like the like it's never going to work. Like I think yeah, it's just I, I think Kyrie is just kind of he has so much like talent and he's very, very good, but like majority of people like probably will say Kyrie very, very good. One of one of the best players, but also kind of a weirdo. Like a lot of people don't say that about Kevin Durant. I think Durant's a great teammate, and he he wants to win. He really doesn't care about all the other stuff. Yeah, but is James Harden a great? I don't know about Harden. Absolutely not. He's a no. funny dude. Uh, if you're a Brooklyn strip club, your stock, you know, your your overall value went up in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, Cuomo close those? To work overtime. If you you know. James Harden will find a way. The guy loves strip clubs. It's well known. Yeah. Um, but Kevin Durant is just – I don't know what if he's, what his nicknames have been. Uh, there's the Slim Reaper. He doesn't like that. Durantula doesn't like that. But, like, I think he's – I never saw George Gervin play, but I think Kevin Durant yeah. is just a nice man. Like, he's, he's cold as shit. He just wants to win and dominate. And he realized missing the last two, the last year, and he missed another year with a foot injury. He's like, this is his time to show how high his ceiling is as a player. Because there's nobody like him. And what he he can get a shot off anytime. Well, I did watch George Griffin play in college, as a matter of fact, at Eastern Michigan University. Didn't know that, did you? Ypsilanti, 33 miles north. Um yeah, they're similar body types, similar uh, offensive players. Um, I mean, I don't even Kevin, know Kevin Durant's, Kevin Durant's, I think, legitimately seven foot. He doesn't want to be called seven foot, but he's seven foot. And no, it's like Kevin was about six seven. Kevin Durant's 
Kevin Garnett was six thirteen. Not Kevin Garnett. I know, but the, I'm so that, it's, oh, it's oh, six thirteen. Kevin Garnett used to be like, oh, I'm just six thirteen. Bill Walton didn't want to be called seven foot two, and he was seven foot easy. Yeah. Anyways, it's Brooklyn. If they figure it out, it'll be good. I mean, they're gonna put up a bunch of points. It's gonna be wild to see. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Well, sure. kickoff is one minute away. Well, no, that's where they started off. Um, they just they just flipped a coin. All right. Watching. So real quickly. One thing, NCAA, Michigan suspending two weeks of their sports. Oh, I saw that. With a new strain of COVID. I'm just saying, we talk about news before this and what news covers what. I think all news are afraid to show what might be around the corner with more shitty news with COVID. So, I hope that doesn't happen because this is just a weird freaking time. But that's scary. Also, Duke sucks. Who's the best team in the Big Ten? I don't know. Hard to say. What would you say? <laughs> I think it's been running in uh, waves. Ohio State just beat, on the road, three top 15 teams in their last three games. Um, Wisconsin last night. Michigan has been on a huge roll, but then went up to Minnesota and laid an egg. I mean, they were undefeated. And now they got two weeks off. I think that's really going to hurt Iowa. I, there's times I've watched Iowa play going, how the hell do they ever lose? Uh, Garza is just a beast in the middle, and they got guards that can shoot. And then Illinois has got a center that's like 7-2, and that guy's a beast. But they go hot and cold. And that coach I don't think is any good myself. But We got the NFC championship game on now. We'll record some reactions later to talk about next week. Um, well, any final things that are just like have been on your guys' mind this last week? Anything, any good stories? Uh, happy early birthday to you, Robbie, even though your birthday is in like a month and a half or a month. Oh, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Well, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Happy it. birthday to all of us. Uh, Fun fact or Interesting observation. I was really thrown off in the hospital when we CC was born, and the nurses were like, "Happy birthday!" And I was like, "Her." And I was like, "One, she can't understand what you're saying. Two, it is actually the." I was like, "It was kind of weird." Then I was like, "Wait, this is kind of cool." So I try to say that when people have new kids. Although Rob, I haven't said it, so tell Lila happy belated birthday. Um, happy but that's something neat. Lila Garrity. Yeah, yeah. Well, she uh, and CC will be good friends. They'll have their own. Watch the Toledo Rockets. Don't sleep on them. They're going to be going to their first NCAA tournament since seventy nine eighty when I was a first year law student. Is that right? They got hosed a few years back, didn't they? When they were like twenty. Oh yeah, they got they were the number one seed in the tournament, and they only took one team. And, and you know. Well. Oh well. Yeah. Well, the next week ahead, I, I guess, you know, I don't have too much on top of mind. Um, we're going to be entering February, so this month of January. Anybody, shout out to anybody who had dry January. You're an idiot. If you haven't what in January? 
Dry January? January, where you don't drink in January. Okay, what's that like? It's just just do beers on Saturday and Sunday. It's just like it's, it's still like drinking. Just like a cleanse. Like you like cleanse your body after the year. People say it works, and I'm like, you're just stupid. Dad, do you know anybody that's got I'm not a colonoscopy, but a colonic? Like, does that help lose weight and cleanse the body? What's a colonic? I don't know. I thought you would know. Isn't it like it flushes out your colon? Yeah, I don't know. You just keep eating fiber. I know uh, Tim K, a friend of mine, he would go without drinking in January sometimes. And then sometimes you go all the way through Lent. A bunch of people I know wouldn't drink in Lent. Don't don't suggest that to mom, okay? I didn't know you were friends with Quakers. Quakers? We have a clogging problem. We got the game on. I'll get this episode will be hot in the streets. Monday, January twenty-fifth. Wanna thank you guys. Ke- Kevin, it's so good to Tampa have you. Tampa Bay's in the red zone. Let's wrap this up. All right. No well, Thanks for joining. Uh, the thing of it is, we had a good time. We'll see you guys next week. There oh, once was Kevin, a ship that put to good. sea. The name of the ship was a bully of tea. The winds blew up her bird up down oh, below my bully boys blow. <gasps> Soon may the Willowman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. She'd not been two weeks from shore When down on her a right whale bore The captain called all hands and swore He'd take the whale in tow <gasps> Soon may the willowman come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take our leave and go da 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 before the boat had hit the water, the whale sail came up and caught her hands to the side, harpooned and fought her when she dived down low. <gasps> Soon may the willowman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. No line was cut, no whale was freed. The captain's mind was not of greed, and he belonged to the whaleman's creed. She took that ship in tow. <gasps> Soon may the willowman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Da 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 for forty days or even more The lane went slack and tight once more All boats were lost, there were only four But still that will did go <gasps> Soon may the willowman come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take a leave and go as far as I've heard, the fight's still on The line's not cut and the whale's not gone The willow man makes his regular call To encourage the captain, crew and all Soon may the willow man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take a leave and go Soon may the willow man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take a leave and go